we'll be talking more about uh, the forces of Diablo in this episode. Um, I guess I'm going to use I'm going to use this as the what will probably be heard on the on the podcast. We're going to start okay. here because okay, perfect. Well, well, only the live listeners get to hear my uh, childhood story of oh, uh, yeah. Diablo. So if you want to hear that, if you're listening to this on the podcast and you want to hear that, twitch.tv slash you're terrible. Uh, and you'll have to come to the pre-show when we go live. But uh, so this episode is going to be a little bit interesting. So a unique one, as they say, a unique one, which I feel like almost all of our episodes are That's unique. So true. In one way or the it's other. so true. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna be talking about uh, we're gonna be talking about worlds a little bit uh, and what's been going on in Runeterra and all that stuff. We're also gonna be talking about some other stuff that we've been doing not related to Runeterra. So if you're just here for uh you know strategy and uh <laughs> runeterra information Oop. and news I, I i mean all i can ju- i i just <laughs> hey Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Rune Terrible Radio. I am Blevins. With me, as always, is Saucy Mailman. What's up, buddy? Hey, dude. How's it going? It is going well. Yeah, if you're here just... So on a, on a, on a joke note, if you're here for Runeterra news and strategy, Omega lol, um, you're in the wrong spot. If you are looking for actual competitive Runeterra strategy and stuff, Check out our sister podcast, Mastering Runeterra podcast, featuring the lovely and beautiful Jason Florent and the ever so handsome Majin Bay oh, and their community. They are they are both dreamy. They're both friends of the podcast, and they are our sister show. Um, but they are much more focused on uh, getting better, improving at the game, winning. I mean, Majin obviously had a very good run uh, in the world in worlds. Uh, Jason, of course, has had many top finishes. Uh, they're also, uh, I believe, this weekend going. Uh, they are doing a uh, Mastering Runeterra. Actually, no, no. Last weekend they did a Mastering Runeterra tournament. They did yeah. their uh, their normal tournament, I believe, and Deech won that. So, long yeah. story short, if you're looking to check out, uh, actually, if you're looking to actually get better at the game, oh boy, don't come here for yeah, that. Yeah, this is uh, not. If anything, this, this is going to hurt not. you. This is yeah. going to hurt your chances at being better at the game. Uh, we're really just, uh, uh, we're really just here to mess around and have fun. Pretty uh, much, yeah. This in, is an in, excuse in for uh, Blevins and I to hang out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> pretty yeah. much under the loose guise of uh, Legends of Runeterra. Though I will say, um, so if you haven't noticed, we have sort of shifted over to a bi-weekly uh, schedule. At least, uh, I mean, we're, we're we're kind of breaking it here and there depending on guests, but for the most part, we're going every other week in two weeks. We will have a special episode mm-hmm. with a special guest that I can't divulge the details of yet, but uh, make sure uh, you know, you're going to be there either live or on the podcast in two weeks. The date is definitely in two weeks. All the other details can't really get into yet. So yeah, keep an eye out on Twitter, which I see or uh, twitter.com slash run terrible at run terrible um discord.me slash run terrible for all that good stuff yeah and it, it'll be a good show because we, blevins and i were scrambling before this show there's there's <laughs> some cool stuff coming up mm-hmm. uh that neither of us are legally allowed to talk about yet so bam we don't yeah. we, <laughs> we can't we'll talk have about the cool just... stuff we wanted to yeah you know our discord.me slash run terrible you can find all of our links and stuff when we can talk about stuff, we will. But uh, enough, uh, <laughs> enough about that. Yeah. Um, I do want to talk. So uh, as I was, uh, I, I, maybe it was. It sounded like a joke because I guess it kind of was. Everything is. Um, but um, I want to talk a little bit about some Runeterra stuff, and then we also we've got a little we've got a little guest that's going to be coming on in a little a little later. Oh on the yeah, show. we and do. Definite, yeah. And that guest is definitely not our uh, producer. I know a lot of people yep. keep saying like it's basically anyone but our producer. It as, could be anyone but our producer yeah. who is also a content creator. 
or SBB, but that's not, I mean, we're going to be talking to, uh, well, we'll, we'll talk about them in a little bit, but they're definitely yeah. not our producers. So stop saying that they are or insinuating that they are, cause it's definitely not that yeah. our producers to see a secret. Yep. Um, Always but, a secret uh, until the end of time. Yeah. So, um, speaking of secrets, uh, the opposite of a secret, in fact, was who won worlds. It was Alan ZQ. I don't know. What it I was, was with that one. It, no, which it was is, great. Which is awesome because, uh, a Alan just, uh, I mean, you know, I would, I would, you know, it, maybe it's a little early to, uh, make a sort of Mount Rushmore of, uh, Runeterra content creators. But I think if there was one being made, Alan would certainly, uh, be on that, uh, on that, yeah. uh, Mount Rushmore. I mean, just one of the, you know, longest running LOR content creators been at the top of the game, a top streamer and really, um, and just a good community member. I've really enjoyed Alan. He's, I, I think besides you saucy, cause technically I've been subscribed to you the longest con, uh, compared to anyone else uh, in Runeterra besides you. Uh, Alan is my longest sub for Runeterra uh, content yeah. creator. So just to kind of give you a, an idea, you know, there. <laughs> I, I just, uh, when we were, when we were getting ready to, we're going over the topics and stuff for the show. Mm -hmm. I want to point something out. So, mm -hmm. Alan ZQ uh, is the world champion, right? True. For for Legends of Runeterra. Yeah. But I have to point this out. Uh -huh. uh, I've never lost to him. In fact, <gasps> he has a 100% loss rate against me in tournament play. Wait. Just saying. Which means that we have to crown you the world champion. I am now the world champion by wow. default. Yeah. Transitive property. Always always coming in clutch. Getting yep. you those, those yep. clutch wins. Yep. I mean, you was in one of those riot grand prix i was I, uh, gonna say you've won more riot grand prix yep. than uh than uh alan that's awesome i took, I took him down i just want to say so that's it what we'll never have a rematch i'll decline any I'll any, decline. any of them yeah, I'm, I'm not currently accepting challenges yep so um uh, that's yeah. just gonna be go on forever he will never beat me in Runeterra. <laughs> he will forever be the world champion of Legends yep. of Runeterra. Yep. Um, so I, I'm going to go get a crown. Um, yeah. well, I was going to buy a crown on Amazon for some dumb reason, and now I can't remember was why. It, was it a heat crown? It wasn't a heat crown because they were <laughs> they were sold out. I don't know if it was something to do. Uh, it might have been for a, a storybook brawl because I'd force mm. royals too much. It might have been that. I don't remember. Yes, that's a good Anyways, one to have. You I'm get crowns king. when you win in that game. But we'll be talking about that game in a little bit. But yeah, so on a serious note, huge congrats to Alan. Yes. Um, I mean, just a really a great performance. And I know it's been sort of a meme. Um, it's been sort of a meme that uh, Alan has really not performed super well in tournaments. Um, although he actually has done pretty well yeah. in some tournaments. He uh, he's done well in EU Masters. He's done well in a Mastering Runeterra tournament, mm -hmm. I believe, if I recall correctly, top four one of those. Um, and honestly, Alan is a like consummate, like control player, even if he's not playing a control deck, he is the type of player that will control the pace of the game, kind of similar to Mo, but in a different way where it's like, he will, Mo will speed the game up to his pace. Yeah. Alan will slow it down. Like he, Alan, I was talking yeah. about this not long ago. Um, did you ever, cause you were a, a degenerate Hearthstone guy. Did you yeah. ever uh, follow life coach? Yes. He reminds me a lot of life coach in, yes. in that regard. Yeah. Very like, like his decision-making is like so good, but like yeah. you can see just the, the wheels, like it turning in his brain. He's thinking yeah. like when he's, when he's, when you're watching him play, he's thinking like seven turns ahead mm -hmm. and he'll be like, why, why this decision? And then like five turns later, like, Oh shit, that set up lethal in a strange, <laughs> obscure way. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, life coach was like that in Hearthstone and, and yeah. Alan's kind of has that to me. Yeah, Alan's is uh he he definitely does that, which is I think is is really really good at high level play, which makes yeah. which like makes sense it at the literally the the pinnacle of Runeterra competitive play in Worlds ends up paying off really heavily, and you know I think in a more open setting like even a seasonal where it's still pretty high level, but like if Alan will be able to play out a game and follow things on both his side and the opponent's side from a, yeah. going through a logical structure and can, like you said, see many turns out and plan accordingly. But if your opponent just throws a wild card in there 
or like they make a misplay, like a you know a logical misplay that can kind of throw off the calculus, and sometimes that's not always good for him. Yeah, right? I think that, that's true. You know, sometimes you overthink yourself a little bit, but um, no, I think again, huge congrats to Allen, a really well deserved win, and just just an awesome one. He did end up having a um, him and uh, impetuous panda ended up having like a celebration stream the next day. Uh, I was watching that for quite a few hours. It was essentially like a party. <laughs> they were just like shoot, shooting the shit and drinking yeah. uh, on the on uh, on the stream, which was really fun uh, and, and awesome to see that. So um, that's awesome. And, and you know, if you uh, have been listening to our show, the last our last episode was really a a pretty big critique on the world's qualifiers <laughs> and uh, how. Um, you can listen to the episode to get our full thoughts, but how uh, not smooth that was and how uh, very crunchy. Yeah. Um, that's the word I would use. Crunchy. Instead of not smooth. Cause it's like peanut butter terms, right? Yeah. There's well, smooth I like, and there's crunchy. See, I like crunchy peanut butter, but yeah. imagine but you're saying like the opposite like of smooth. Yeah. Yeah. It's very it crunchy. crunchy. It's very crunchy. Yeah. Um, and you know, crunchy can be good, but not when you're in, not expecting crunchy then it's exactly the exactly <laughs> yeah um but no i think worlds the broadcasts were great yeah um excellent. the talent was was fantastic mm-hmm. i think they had a really good lineup uh there, well. you know a lot of a lot of familiar faces a lot of uh there were a couple of tech there were a, co- a couple of technical blips like there was a point in time where scarzig was just straight up muted on the stream yeah um which was fine. sad and there's there's a couple of things that like looking from a production standpoint i'm like i probably wouldn't have made that choice but all in all i think really good uh a really good show and a really good tournament and i'm really glad that worlds went over um how it did but that kind of uh that kind of leads us to where we're at now saucy where it you know we had we had the seasonal before worlds we've had worlds and you know we have uh we have um a seasonal coming up in a couple of weeks yep right now it kind of feels like we're in a little bit of a like a like a summer vacation like yeah it's, it's like a like, limbo time we don't have a set coming out or we haven't heard anything about a set at least i don't know i i actually don't know when the next set is coming out i don't think anything is public about the new set no. um i don't think anything's public and also me with at least some amount of bit of insider knowledge i have no idea when anything's coming out right now so we're kind of in a like like i said like a kind of a summer vacation it's like yeah. you know what rune is there it's still there we can play what we want but like i know both you and myself have been kind of delving into into some other stuff so what have you been up to lately saucy oh well one i know you also partook in this uh for any of our get out your bingo cards we're gonna talk magic the gathering for a second we just had there's a new magic the gathering set that came out and uh i have not went to a pre-release a physical Uh pre-release for magic in years probably like five four or five years but yeah. There's the new the new set is uh, Return to Innistrad, and if you don't know what that return is, Return to Return to Innistrad. Return to Return to Innistrad <laughs> is the joke. So basically, what it is, it's like gothic horror themed vampires mm-hmm. and werewolves and witches and you know mm-hmm. all the spooky shit. Yeah. Uh, and I'm a fan. I'm a big fan. So love, I went to a original. Uh, it's one of my favorite of all time, just like magic memories. So I had to go. Like I, uh, one of my friends invited me, who I went to original Innistrad pre-release with. He's like, mm-hmm. yo, let's go back and do this. I was like, all right. Mm-hmm. So went to that. Uh, had a hoot of a time. I channeled my inner Mo. Um, I played very aggressively fast. Nice. Uh, like I was just committing to plays whether they were right or not because the <laughs> the set itself is not super fast. Like it's a pretty slow, like I went to time in one of my rounds. Oh, wow. Uh, it, it was a draw. Like I went, mm-hmm. uh, I had four wins, one draw and no losses, which put mm-hmm. me in third place. But mm-hmm. the draw killed me. I could have mm-hmm. had first. Yeah. But so I was just like, fuck it. I just make plays like yeah. untap, draw, throw a card down and just, make him deal with it i was just playing so aggressively fast yeah Uh, but it was super super fun i know you've been drafting it a bunch on uh, i have i uh i've been um so i've really kind of reverted back to my my true boomer days um Mm -hmm. so uh i've been playing i've been playing online magic and i and not magic arena i have not been playing any magic arena at all um in fact i booted it up I booted up today and was like, I'll do, eh, I don't have enough resources for anything. I played one game to try to grind coins and I'm like, 
I'm just gonna concede in, on turn three. I don't want to play this. So yeah, I, I I I dropped off of Magic Arena and uninstalled the client. I've been playing on Magic Online, uh, which is in fact the client that is from uh i think the last or something i think the original one like mtgo 1.0 was like 99 or 97 when it first came out it might have been current iteration i think was revamped about eight years ago so Mm -hmm. still very much a legacy product it's crunchy it's real crunchy but it's a crunchy it's the crunchy i grew up on so i i I very quickly got used to it it works uh, it works better than well, it used to. I will yeah. say I have not had the old, uh, oh man, my opponent's not doing anything. And there's a 50% chance that they disconnected. And and the other 50% is that I disconnected Yeah, and it's showing that they disconnected. Yep. I haven't had that happen yet. I've done um, about 30 drafts actually. So, um, which is cool. Um, yeah. I've been, I've been liking the set and I, I really wanted to do it just because I, I love draft. I love Innistrad and, um, unlike magic arena if you put stuff in you can actually kind of get it out at least in yeah. some capacity like i theoretically could sell all my cards and all my tickets i probably wouldn't get as much as i put in just because yeah. um you know that's the how nature of the beast work. but what i can do is if i get an entire set of cards i can redeem that and get a physical set i yeah. checked do they, they still, still do, that? do that they do they do i checked yeah that's so dope. i'm i'm a couple of cards away from getting a complete full set uh that's sick of i love every it. card which is awesome yeah so i put 100 bucks in and i'm just gonna try to i've been i've done 30 drafts which that hundred dollars probably would have gotten me about six or seven drafts on yeah. mtg arena with the same win rate so i made a bunch of money i i had store yeah. credit for mine on the store still like oh, i hadn't nice. been i haven't played there in years but mm-hmm. i called and i i pre like you re- register and yeah. i'm like hey what's up you know this is me and i'm like like do you have store credit I'm yeah like, i think i do look it up like hey hey you have like 200 bucks in store credit i'm like <laughs> yes use that and then yeah. like i pulled like all of the money cards from the set i'm like you want to just put this in and add it to my store credit yeah or like i made like 60 bucks that night i'm nice. like sweet let's go that's awesome yeah i um i have been i've been enjoying the set a lot i also uh i think i mentioned i definitely mentioned this on fight night i don't remember if i mentioned this on the show or not but I went to Las Vegas mm-hmm. for Flesh and Blood event and actually met up with uh, our Discord homie, Cosine Joe, actually showed yeah. up at the event. And now, I don't know if this is a good thing or a bad thing, but I believe that he is now addicted to Flesh and yes. Blood as well. As yeah, he's that. been shedding Flesh and Blood like all the yeah. time in Discord. Yeah. Which is awesome because that's a good game. Uh, if you're watching the video, you can see I have a gigantic, uh, I have a giant card um, from flesh and blood that i won at the event and i had to ship back for an exorbitant price i don't want to talk uh, about how much it costs yes. to fedex a card of that size across the country but it's, it's not just too- like when you go to blizzcon and there you get all of the shit you want to bring back but none of it fits on any of your luggage like this yeah. when we went the giant statues the orc and the mm, uh the mm-hmm. non-orc and like i was like shit how am i yeah. gonna get this home and i had to ship those back i'm like free statue yeah. it's like 50 bucks to send home like yeah what the- the so the the old uh what we used to do was we would have um we would have a bag for our stuff and we'd bring an entire second empty bag for merch and swag and stuff that's a pro pro tip right there for you if you're going to blizzcon or i think you can also just get the stuff sent to your house but that's less fun yeah it's like buying it online i want it there i want to yeah see it even though it's literally an extremely uh it's much more of a hassle to get it there but, oh incredibly oh, inconvenient but yeah. so great so absolutely just bring an extra bag you, and yeah. you can you know you can check your bag maybe that costs a couple bucks but i guarantee you it is cheaper than sending it now mm-hmm. problem with this stupid thing is that thing was not getting through an airport in any no. way no it was definitely not gonna happen that thing would snap in half and it is uh is worth a considerable amount of money so i don't 25 really cents i would say at least uh, a little bit more than that but oh whoa big money yeah. over there weird weird yeah i know i've got 50 cents worth of a giant card over there (laughs) (laughs) yeah twice as much but yeah i've been uh i've been having a lot of fun with it magic has been uh at least innistrad midnight hunt draft on magic online specifically i can only speak to that can't speak to any other format 
The, no, the draftsman. We did a after after we went to the one pre-release. We just the other weekend. I went yeah. uh, to my buddy's place and we did another like mock pre-release event with me and my friends, and that was nice. a lot of fun too. Uh, because you can buy like the the pre-release kits, packs, which give yeah, you your your, your uh, sealed kits. So yeah. That was super fun. Uh, but yeah, it was just like reliving. Because I think Innistrad was probably like original Innistrad. I think was the last time I was actually playing standard. Uh, oh, because wow. Snapcaster Mage existed. Yeah. So, and then Delver. when that rotated out of standard, I'm like, I'm going to play modern. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, that was, I think, not, not, I mean, original Innistrad was definitely, definitely my favorite limited mm-hmm. set of all time. There's no oh, doubt so in my good. mind. It's so, it's so good. This one, this new one is not quite as good as original no. Innistrad. But, but you got werewolves. Very fun set. So, you do have werewolves. So I'm like, um, they low key kind of suck in this in this set, but they're not the best. But they're still werewolves. <laughs> they are so... still werewolves. There are some cool ones, um, yeah. but uh, yeah, I Avison Restored was the one I did like mm. tons and tons and tons of drafts in person and online. So that was yeah, a fun one. A lot. Um, Other than that, so I, I was just thinking yeah. about we're getting up. We're almost at uh, Blevins and my two year friendship anniversary because we are. BlizzCon was sometime around this November. time of year. Yeah, yeah, early November. November. Yeah, so probably about a m- just about a month, probably. Yeah, yeah. month. So, a, a so week. in honor of BlizzCon, I had to reinstall Battle.net, which hasn't been on my computer <laughs> in two years, to play Diablo two of all games because yes. that just came out again. The uh, resurrected, formed, whatever. I don't know what the fuck they call it. Uh, I've become highly addicted resurrected highly addicted that's all i've been doing (laughs) my friends like we got on last night and we had uh, i think six of us running around just killing shit because you can do eight player co-op in that game which gets oh wow ridiculous absolutely ridiculous but uh it's that's been super super fun yeah i uh i considered i considered um getting in on diablo i just like I think I will live vicariously through through others with that one because I like. I'm alright with that. Every time I every time I I play Diablo, like I'll play it a bit, and I just like that is a game that heavily rewards you for the amount of time and effort you put in, and I just never put in enough. Yeah. I'm like yeah. I'm just I'm just very mediocre, and the experience is not as good as it could be, and it's yeah. my fault, but still. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Like, no, it, it's been super fun. Just kind of like. It's fun to do stuff like that and remember when you take off your rose-tinted glasses of what you remember a game being, like how old game design works. Because there's a lot of times like you get yeah. to a you get to the new town hub, like a quest uh-huh. hub. Picture this for people who've never played old games. You get to yeah. a quest hub, they don't tell you shit on what to do. <laughs> like it's up to you to yeah. figure things out. Yeah. It, I think it was like the start of act one of the acts, act three or something. You get to the hub and there's no one to even talk to. You just like have to go out and figure out what to do. Yeah. You don't get a mission until you kill a random like monster that spawns in a random area. Yeah. So it's like, all right, go for it. <laughs> it's so good. Yeah. I love that crap. They definitely, it definitely is. It was made in a different time yeah. uh, where like, you, you know, the, maybe the attention spans of players were a little, a uh, little longer. You didn't mm-hmm. have like infinity games at your fingertips at all times. You kind of had to really, commit to a session so yeah. you're fine just kind of walking around aimlessly and yeah. just seeing and exploring which is really cool um I, I i had a similar uh i had a similar scenario come up when i was playing snes games on the switch on the uh the switch virtual console yeah and i was playing uh donkey kong country yep uh, a game i remember quite fondly and i'm going through it and um so one thing that you can do with the Switch Classic, which I wouldn't suggest doing if you want to get the if you want to get the original game experience, don't do this. But I'm a degenerate and I just wanted to beat the game. You basically can at any time rewind your gameplay at any yeah. amount. Um, it basically cheating. Like, like there's no there's no if, fans or buts. Let's it's be honest, cheating. it's cheating. Yeah. It's definitely cheating. Um, so like if you miss time a jump, you just go and then you can just do it again in like two seconds. Whereas in the game, you lose a life, you get a you know a little don 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 yeah, and then you'd it would load for a second, it would go back, and then you would re-enter the level. You'd go to the last checkpoint, which is however long away, and then you would get to that spot again, and then you do the jump like a massive amount of time difference 
mm-hmm. between when you execute those two jumps, whether you cheat or not. So playing as a kid, I did end up beating Donkey Kong, but it took me weeks to beat like session after session after session and then mm-hmm. game overs and me being a kid and raging and breaking yeah. the controller and throwing yep. it at my brother. Uh, I didn't really have anything to do with the game. I just wanted to throw a controller it helps. at my brother. No, it does well, help. Yeah. What little kids do, you know, they, yeah. they, 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 you know, beat each other senselessly with it's their just true. That's stuff. specifically true. I mean, I don't know. Uh, but um, yeah, I beat the, I beat Donkey Kong country in, in terms of like, the amount of physical real time, it probably took me about 20 minutes to beat Donkey mm-hmm. Kong Country, um, which was, I think, kind of, I was like, wow. Hmm. There's actually only like 20 minutes of actual gameplay. Yeah. The rest of it is not only like just going through and, and like death animations and going back to checkpoints and stuff, but it's also there, because because I could always cheat whether I had one life or I had a hundred, it didn't matter. Yeah. Right. I don't need to They're bank relevant. up lives. I don't need to do any of that. Um, so there's so many things I noticed in this game. And I never thought about this before. There's so many secret paths and little like hidden things that all they do is they lead you to extra lives or they lead you yeah. to 50 bananas that can get you towards an extra life. And I'm like, why am I going out of my way to do this when lives are irrelevant, when lives yeah. are irrelevant, but when you're playing the game as it's meant to be like, you need to have, okay, I need to bank up a couple of lives, yep. you know? Yep. Um, so it was kind of eye opening, and also me thinking about like, Oh, well, you can't really have that much more content on one of these games because of the physical memory capacity on these cartridges. So it's yeah. not like you could have 13 more donkey Kong country levels. It wouldn't fit mm-hmm. on the game. Right. Yeah. So it was i don't know i mean that this this episode is going to be all about tangents and that is a completely irrelevant tangent about i'm all about it i'm all about it classic games yeah um, God, it, which... it just reminds me of like save scumming old crpgs like uh mm. like Baldur's gate and stuff like if you mm-hmm. there's a lot of those games where like there's a rng element like because yeah. you have a hit chance a miss chance so like yeah. you could just fuck up a combat <laughs> no nothing you even did it's just like yeah you missed 20 times in a row you're like reload (laughs) yeah yeah it's uh yeah it's it's a different time now but now you know i think games are optimized in a lot of ways and in like if you're a game designer you have to think about that stuff right because in the day like yeah you can put all these like extra things and put extra lives and make it like take forever but at the end of the day if i don't have fun playing the game i'm just gonna uh you know i bought it for three dollars and 19 cents during a steam steam sale yeah and it's a miracle that i even downloaded your game like yeah you know you better hook me when you get me there right i have so many of those what did i just did that recently where i i just played a game oh uh it was gunfire reborn i bought it mm. like last year and never mm. even played it once and someone's like hey have you played this game i'm like i own it i haven't opened yeah. it but i own it They're like just mm-hmm. play it like you'll really like it and i've been playing the fuck out of it it's so nice. good i'm like i could have been playing this game all year <laughs> yeah yeah i um i purposely don't go and i don't look at steam sales now oh it's the when worst. i i just won't because i know i i did it i used to i also have I'm kind of, I, I kind of have a, I don't want to say, a, I just, I, I have a thing where like, if it's on sale, I'm probably going to buy it, right? It's like, yeah. how can I go wrong when it's a dollar, a dollar and 13 cents game? I yeah. have to buy it. Yeah. Um, but those add up when you buy 13 of them, 15 of them. Um, So I, I literally, I won't look at a Steam sale. If a Steam sale's up, I will not look at any of the games um, specifically just because I know I, I need to not. But um, yeah that's uh that's that's steam but yeah speaking of game design and uh games we've been playing mm-hmm, i want to mm-hmm. pivot this over because we do have another segment we want to talk about again not going to be about runeterra so if you uh i probably should have prefaced this a while ago someone there's probably someone listening that's like okay they're gonna start talking about runeterra again we're not at some point this episode uh next episode we will be so if you are yeah. waiting for runeterra content we'll see you in the next episode or check out uh mastering runeterra podcast of course um but i want to talk about this other game that both you and i have been playing and that we are guest who is definitely not our producer uh, but has been waiting here 
uh, but has been waiting here patiently on the line yeah, for no other reason, for no other reason than they're a very patient person and definitely not our producer um, about a game called Storybook Brawl. And I want to, uh, again, preface this with this is definitely not our producer and is just a guest. Yes. Um, yes but perfect. I want to I want to bring on to the show Mr. Deathblow. What's up, buddy? Hey, bad news, guys. Uh, this is the producer here. He oh, your guest whoa, whoa. actually oh. canceled when you guys supported Crunchy Peanut Butter. And oh. He didn't, he didn't want to have anything to do with that. Um, so yeah, I guess you'll you know I don't know who you're gonna talk to, but you'll you'll figure it out, I guess. Well, well I guess we can out. just talk to you. That's fine. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> so what's up, man? Well, you're, the, uh, you're so you're somewhat of the SBB celebrity these days. You're popping off on YouTube. A little bit. Yeah, it's been it's been wild, um, especially with such a small game. Right. It's it, Storybook mm-hmm. Brawl is one that um, is still in pre-release, so it's not actually released yet. Early access, I think, is the, the actual yeah. terminology they're using. Yeah. Um, so it's very much so in development. We're not really even sure what like the content release schedule is going to look like. And, mm-hmm. and everything's really just taking shape as we play it and it's been a lot of fun uh blevins you actually got me into the closed beta so i've uh, been yeah. messing around with it for a good little while now yeah. i'm having a whole lot of fun playing that game um yeah it's and especially when it's new right everybody mm-hmm. nobody knows anything right so you kind of like have yeah. these these thoughts and closed beta i thought fairy godmother was just the best card in the game right like why yeah. you don't need these six drop cards because this one right. exists right why would you need yeah. those uh that's what happens when you play against bots um and then the mm-hmm. game the game actually opens up to everybody and that card's yeah. garbage and it, there's no point in playing it and then all of a sudden people you know put two and two together and re- no it's really good again so like yeah it's just, you know it's just been like that like constantly with this game and it's been mm-hmm. so much fun to um just kind of be part of that um and in my position too where i'm one of the more popular youtube channels that's posting daily content for for the game mm-hmm. um i it's especially fun because like i'll put out a build in a video and then i play like one time there was a sleigh build i made a massive uh, lightning dragon right and i just uh-huh. wanted it to be as big as possible and um three times the next day like the day the video went out i i got yeah. beat by that in my lobbies <laughs> and i'm just like well i've never seen That's this awesome. once other than like the one time that the you know yeah. I, I i copied the build too like i'm not right. i'm not that inventive um but no we definitely made up the tree the yeah spe- the, the oh the, me and you in, tree. invented that comp and then they nerfed it those jerks um yeah yeah but so yeah it's just been a whole lot of fun kind of learning that game along with everybody Mm -hmm. in the community um and obviously you guys know uh just the the kind words from people you're building your discord all those things that come Mm -hmm. with exploring a new game a new title and and making content for something new it's it's just so much fun um and even seeing you know buddies like saucy over there uh, mm-hmm. get into the game and start playing it and put out an awesome uh, beginner's guide that i really really enjoyed probably the best one for the game i've seen so if you don't have any idea what we're talking about you don't have to go farther um than your friendly neighborhood saucy mailman's uh, youtube channel and uh check that out so yeah a uh, great job on that by the way we got to get you a bob barker microphone saucy i want to see you I'm holding a really thin one when you're doing those yeah. videos that, that would be the best <laughs> You know what I always think about when I when I think of those like Bob Barker thin ones is you remember the do you remember the original uh Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory movie with Gene Wilder from like the 70s or whatever Yeah 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 so vaguely the, uh there's a scene it's not even like a memorable thing but I I believe it was in the beginning when all the kids are getting the golden tickets and they're talking about and they go to I believe it was Augustus Gloop's like home town to like interview him because augustus gloop just want got the golden ticket and they go to interview like his dad and they're like sir what, what do you have to say about your son winning the golden ticket and it, he p- puts the bob barker little microphone in front of him while he's eating a plate of sausage and he just bites it and eats he eats the microphone <laughs> like it's a sausage yeah it has nothing to do with anything and that story is only relevant to me but that's every time i see one of those little microphones or think about it that's what i think of Try the obscure Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory reference. I miss podcasting with you, Blevins. (laughs) (laughs) You would wrap it in like a metallic gold tape or something. That'd be pretty cool. The my my microphone for that. Yeah, I'm sure that that wouldn't sound like complete garbage wrapped in in Mm -hmm. tin foil. Mm -hmm. Ah, 
Not the microphone part. <laughs> oh, okay. Dumbass. That would make... <laughs> <laughs> well, you're you know you're 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 the expert here. I but I mean, would I'm do just... that too. Let's be honest. <laughs> yeah, just... Hey, this is Hossie <laughs> Mac. It's not uh, a tinfoil is... hat prediction. It's a okay, tinfoil mic. T- here, here's here's a question for those who are some for some reason still listening to the podcast. When you hear this, if you think that this is the best episode ever, type a one in the chat. And if you think <laughs> that we should never even get close don't... to the wackiness and off topicness of this episode, uh, keep it to yourself because I don't yeah. care. Uh... <laughs> That debated me because I was ready for that second option. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> no, no. This is gonna snap off that too. But um, so it, I guess we we kind of jumped into this without uh uh even prefacing prefacing this at all. Um, but SBB Storybook Brawl is a game made by companies. Good name I don't. What is it? Good luck games. Good luck games. Uh, AKA uh raptero from uh runeterra matt nass uh, lsv's on that team matt plays a bunch of um essentially a bunch a bunch of pro magic players and like hall of fame magic players um as well as other folks i'm sure are on the team as well but those ones i know make made a an auto battler that is akin to i would say it's akin to hearthstone battlegrounds right like that's SPB actually stands for Strictly Better Battlegrounds. If yeah. anybody was wondering, that's what the acronym means. I mean, Makes sense. Much. Yeah. It, 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 there's definitely differences to it, but if you look at it, you're going to go, oh, this looks like Battlegrounds for sure. There's, yeah. That, if that's if you've made it through a Battlegrounds lobby, you'll be able to make it through a Storybook Brawl lobby as well. Uh, it is just like you said, made by those pro magic players which uh, you know all three of us on the call right Uh now it's really a shame now that i'm thinking about it that my camera doesn't work because it would be like a beard gradient across everybody's screen right now i am squarely (laughs) in between the two of you in beard length and uh, it would have it would have been absolutely perfect so that was a missed opportunity um and I lost my train of thought because I, I got okay. focused uh, on pro again. magic players. And oh yeah. All so magic. it's got just some added elements that make it a lot more, I think competitively minded and mm-hmm. um, better for something like esports tournament play. Um, and even just high end, like competitive ladder, you know, mm-hmm. they, there's a better life dam or, you know, damage dealing system when you lose mm-hmm. or win a round, how much you're dealing. It's, it's a lot more manageable and less punishing than battlegrounds. Yeah. When you triple a unit, you don't just get like a, a next tier unit. There's like a whole treasure system. And so there, there's all these little nuances to it that I think really um, separate it from battlegrounds. And like yeah. I said, make it just more focused and more um, competitive and strategic as fun as battlegrounds is, you know, it, it always just kind of lost me because of those and, kind of same for for hearthstone in general after a while as a card game just kind of those rng elements that that kind of casual feel kind of grates on you when you're the kind of player that wants to take something very very seriously uh and compete Mm -hmm. at it and that's always been um you know my mindset when when gaming um we even did the overwatch league podcast blevins back in the day and i would like try to make it onto tier two teams and like I would scrim and yep. like play could play seriously and do all these things just because I'm locked and scrims. Oh, uh, I mean, I killed him with a mercy <laughs> pistol. No big deal. He was only on the Los Angeles Valiant roster at the time that I killed big him um, with a mercy <laughs> pistol and scrims. But um, yeah, so it's just how I dive into games, how I learn mm-hmm. them, how I, I come to understand them um, is to really kind of emulate what the best players are doing and, and try to put myself in their position. And um, full, I was always fully aware I was never going to be a, a pro Overwatch player, but uh, it just it's fun. It's the it's the way I approach things. So um, enjoying the auto battler genre and then finding this game, which really feels kind of tuned towards that style uh, within the genre was was really just a perfect home for me. Yeah. No, I agree. Yeah. The the game is excellent. I mean, I was I was a uh, very addicted to team fight tactics, and I actually haven't played any TFT since I started playing Storybook Brawl because it's just like, I think it's like the the right amount of game time. Because there's a lot of times like, fuck, I I want to get in a game, but it's too much, and I I hate uh whatever the soup the fast mode of TFT oh, is. Oh, hyper roll. I hate it. I just, I don't like it at all. So I'm like, I just don't play. But yeah, Storybook Brawl. It's a it's very very good, very good game. Yeah. It, it sneaks up on you too, doesn't it? Yeah, like, yeah. I feel like you're just like, oh, this is cute. This is cool. I might play this again. And then you're like, 
laying and laying in bed at night thinking about how different cards are going to combination together and and do, you mm-hmm. know what's the wording on them and then so you've yeah. got to play the next day and then you're you're just back into it and all, you mm-hmm. know all of a sudden you're you know 40 hours in uh, yeah. and you're you're trying to figure <laughs> out where your weekend went yep it's not my personal experience at all <laughs> i i also had really satisfying um like uh like light bulb or level up moments too where mm-hmm. it was like when slay i was gold. yeah so oh so, god slay gold the kitty cut purse the old kitty cut purse days uh that was that was those were great but i mean even like something as simple as like i put my kitty cut purse or my adventurer in the bet in, in position what is it position five yeah the first slot in the back row it's like all of a sudden you're getting these battles where maybe you don't even win but you get that experience or you get that that one slay gold and something as small as that and like the the outcome of a single battle can increase your chances of winning or placing better in the lobby so significantly Whereas like, and I, I'm, I'm stealing this from some, uh, L, what LSV said, I think it was actually in an interview with Richard Garfield, uh, ironic or coincidentally enough, or weirdly enough, um, where in Hearthstone Battlegrounds, it was literally a, it was better that when the battle started, especially for these like big battles, like you literally s- close your client and reopen yeah. so that it auto stops. So it just like, auto calculates yeah. the battle and everyone has, uh i don't know what the app is but like the hs replay equivalent for battlegrounds actually it might be hs replay i don't know um where it's like it tells you what the percentage of you winning is and like at some point it either goes to zero or 100 and it's like okay don't need to watch this anymore also never needed to watch it just like get me out because the the macro it's binary you either win or you lose um and and you take a certain amount of damage or whatever in uh battlegrounds but the uh, like, does your do you get a slave proc? Do you yeah. um you know do you crack their egg? Do you do this that or the other? It's so there, there's so many like like smaller things there that actually m- make the battles matter, and even yeah. just single attacks matter. That just like I don't know, just a little thing like that, and a little it just it it makes it so much more um it, it makes it so much more yeah. enticing to play purposely playing down a minion so that your your white stag attacks first pumps your backline minion, right. stuff like that mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. It, it is really good and, and I, I know specifically for me some of my big level up moments were um grim soul as a card just in general mm-hmm. like if mm-hmm. you're not finding opportunities to abuse that card you're leaving a lot of value on the table yeah. um and very much so tied with that is polywoggle um is another one it's a two you a, love polywoggle oh, oh, is one of my favorite cards <laughs> fully converted to the church of the polywoggle oh it's um, great yeah. The only thing that was ever better than Polywoggle was Baby Bugbear, and that lasted two days before that, that card was not okay. Cat was pretty good too. What's that? Pre nerf, pre changed cat was was quite insano too. Copycat, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the absolutely old nuts. The um, old one, the last breath one, not the one of the right, next one. Right. Um, <laughs> yeah. There's yeah. what's what's cool about it though is like. It's an auto battler card game. I mean, when you look at it, it looks it's so it's the very fundamental basics of it are easy to grasp. Um, like it doesn't take long to learn the basics, but there's so many yeah. micro and macro decisions that you would get from like team fight tactics. Yeah. Um, like there's so many just different decisions, like very small things that lead to these big victories. Uh, and it's 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 plays like that that make your brain feel good. Like mm-hmm. you, you get the the like the the knowledge bomb where you're like, I played better than my opponent, so therefore I won, and that feels really yeah. good in a game like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I I always search for and just outplay opportunities, like you said. You just give me an opportunity to make a decision that yeah. interacts it's, with my opponent it, in a way that and, yeah, and not, can... not even I don't even we haven't even really mentioned the whole uh spells thing too. There's just yeah. so much good. And I, I guess I probably should disclose this first. We're not sponsored by or receiving anything on this podcast for SBB. I know you two are like content creators and have like codes and stuff from them, but mm-hmm not like the word this is not a a sponsored or paid promotion yeah. for sbb we just actually like the game a lot yeah um, it's just super I good. Actually, 
I actually talked with Raptor many months ago. It was actually how I got in the, the closed beta and got uh, uh, access for some people too um, about him maybe coming on and talking about the game a little bit more, which yeah. would be really cool. Um, which would just be cool, I think, um, to talk about the game again. We're kind of uh, in in off weeks. We're gonna take a, we're gonna take our liberties and talk about what we want to. That's yeah. the beauty. Uh, if you're here for Runeterra stuff specifically, um, we'll definitely still have that tied into many and and or most of the episodes. Yeah. Um, but like uh, next week, again, next show, yeah, next, in two next weeks. show there will be yeah, next show will be exclusively Runeterra. There will be um, blood and Runeterra. There will be blood and Runeterra. Um, be but yeah, the whole time you have yeah, you like cut out at some point, so we were just like, we're just gonna keep her going. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I think uh, the long and short of it is if you haven't checked it out, definitely do check out Storybook yeah, Brawl. I believe it's free. It's yep. 100% free on, it's just Steam. on Steam. Early access. You don't need any special code or anything. Um, definitely check that out and uh, check out uh, Deathblow's channel as well. What what what's your uh, what's your YouTube DB? Deathblow TTV everywhere. I just have that name across every platform and exists, even on Twitch. Right, because yeah. Deathblow is not available anywhere. So even on Twitch, uh-huh. I have to be Deathblow TTV, um, and then I've been able to secure that in every location. So that's how you'll find me on YouTube, um, and yeah, that's how you'll uh, you'll find me everywhere, and including Twitter and everything like that. So yes, and if you are hearing this on the show and you go check out Deathblow's YouTube, just leave a one on uh, uh, yeah. in the comment section, and and he'll know. Do it on today's video because I literally beat Blevins in the finals of no, that don't, video. Do it on do it on a different video. Look, look at what a terrible Mordred player he is playing uh, Mordred to begin with. Holy, I mean, it's just hey, I didn't Mordred play Mordred. I played uh, I played Galahad and then transformed yeah. into Mordred. Okay. That's true, and that's actually a good a good play. But, <laughs> you, but you made it, you, you so just, I will. I will not give so you any credit. You were just so sad. You were just so sad admitting I made a good play. I, I hate doing it. I really yeah. I no really one don't. So people won't know this, but like I I live in the same city as Blevins. We hang yes. out on, on occasion in, in real life, and yes. um, all of his Magic the Gathering stories. I'm somewhere in the background of um, at mm-hmm. least the not super super local ones right like we didn't go to the same fnm but we were always at the same regional events and that's that's how we got to know each other um Mm -hmm. so i i have it's in my blood it's like your brother you know like you just have to have to make fun of him you can't let him get away with anything like enjoying (laughs) crunchy peanut butter it just it it, it grates at me peanut butter so good (laughs) uh but yeah, I mean, again, check out check out Deathblow TTV everywhere. Check out SBB if you like. I mean, if you don't like auto battlers, don't check it out because you're not going to like it. But if you do like auto battlers at all, I think you're really going to enjoy SBB because it 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 really. I, when I first, well, okay, I was already kind of pre-sold because I'm like I know of the people who make this and I'm very confident in what they do. But I was like whole like fairy tale thing i don't know how much i'm gonna like it uh i i really have enjoyed the ip uh in general like i think they've done a lot of Mm -hmm. uh clever a lot of clever uh puns and whatnot Um, yeah the the first time i that it clicked for me that free roll lets you roll for free but it's a picture of a roll like a piece of bread uh that that made me laugh uh and there's a lot of other good ones too um also bernstein bernstein you know when you know when you figure it yep. out you'll uh your mind your mind will be blown but... that happened to me on stream that was fun <laughs> i remember <laughs> i remember um db any any closing words for the channel sbb anything else that you want to leave uh the rune terrible folks with no thanks for having me on um yeah, I, I just really compliment the the whole production of this show. I think it's great that I was able to like call in halfway through yeah. the episode and be brought into the call and yeah. everything like that. Mm-hmm. Like it, it's just it's really everything everything behind the scenes really clicks here uh, on Rune Terrible True. Radio, and I just think you two uh, specifically do such a great job to make everything uh, work in the background. And yeah, uh, we're doing yeah, everything. Thanks for that. So. 
Yep. It, so it, thank, it was really it was really great to have you, and it's really great to have you as a friend and a content creator, and definitely not our producer. So that's uh, that's great. But thanks again, DB. We'll be in touch. I filled the yearly quota of nice things me and you say to each other. So let me get out of here. Yeah. Uh, okay, Saucy. Yeah. That was uh, that was a little off the rails, but I, I had fun. I, had I mean, fun. I'm enjoying myself, and that's all that matters, really. <laughs> True. As long as you're enjoying yourself, I don't care about anything. anything else. But I think this is now a good time to call it for this episode where can people find you oh why you gotta put me on the spot like that you can find me doing (laughs) stuff Uh, just uh saucymailman.com is my website we're in a we're in a weird uh content schedule right now uh i'm streaming like monday wednesday friday and i have a lot of cool shit coming behind the scenes uh at some point but i don't know when it's all gonna come together um i don't know i'm just i'm just vibing vibin and surviving nope, yep. that, that, that's a new thing make t-shirt yep. that's going to be the, the first rune terrible t-shirt vibin and surviving uh makes no sense whatsoever but you can find uh me on the internet twitter at the underscore blevins on twitter uh you can find the show uh on discord discord.me session terrible radio i completely forgot everything uh, that is where the the show and everything lives battle panda city that is yeah that's the place to find the show battlepandacity.com remember to check out deathblow ttv everywhere youtube twitch twitter all of that for uh all sorts of like seriously the best uh sbb content that's out there if you're looking to get started i know you also have a good uh intro video saucy so definitely check that out if you are looking to do that but that's going to be it for this episode. We are going to be back in a couple of weeks with a special episode that we'll have more details on later. We can't talk about anything right now because NDAs, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But for Deathblow TV, for Saucy Mailman, I'm the Blevins, and we'll be back in a couple of weeks to talk about some more Legends of Rodentera. Mm-hmm.